0: crom the Adelaide crows oh. mate your uh, mates oh yeah many thought that our uh, season 2009 M was gonna be a bounce back year for the adelaide crows but it uh, certainly was the opposite of that um after a solid start i think they were eight and five at the at the buy and after that only won the two games ended up finishing 10 and 12 and missed out on finals for the second straight year a lot of turmoil they've ended up losing a coach losing a bunch of players and uh Interesting time center at West Lake. So, and what are your immediate thoughts on the Adelaide Crows?
1: Yeah, obviously a lot of uh, turmoil at the club over the last couple of years. Um, obviously with the ongoing review at the moment, it's going to be interesting to see what the findings are and who they're going to fucking announce as his coach. Because it's as it's a Crow supporter, mate, it must be frustrating. You're you're part way through a trade period and you haven't got a coach.
0: Yeah, it's frustrating, but you know at least they're taking their time. You know, got to make sure this is a very, very important. Um, think important um, appointment so they have to get it right but yeah it is getting a bit frustrating it's dragging on a bit now so hopefully in the next few days I mean there's a few contenders flying in around uh, a lot of work but it seems like no one really knows what's going on which is probably a good thing they're keeping them um, themselves very close to their chest which is good not making um not making any leaks so yeah I'm thinking the next few days hopefully we'll get an announcement but yeah, interesting times for the uh Crows in which um yeah, you know, let's, you know, let's go back to the start of the season. I mean there was a lot of optimism with the Adelaide Crows, as I said before. And really it all started going downhill in round one where the um going in heavy favourites against the Hawks at home. Uh you know, Hawthorne missing a few players, Wingard, I don't think um a few others weren't there as well. I can't quite remember who it wasn't, but it was just a um a travesty and you could really see their wheels are falling off from there, couldn't you?
1: Yeah, he's from that first game, obviously Port Port got up and the Crows got rolled in that first round. Um, obviously, both sides end up making finals. But you could sort of tell in a weird way, like you say, from that point that it was uh, probably in for another below-par season. And as it turned out, it was. Um, obviously, they were in the eight. They were, they were in the top four for a while through that first half of the yeah, year. Yeah, were in they? I they were in the um, were top the bye. four in the buy.
0: Yeah, they were in the yes. top four in the bye, So, so I was They're looking on the buy. up
1: for a while there, but then it just turned to ship again.
0: It did. It certainly did, and yeah, one and three. I think they were at round four, and they we were off five straight wins. Had an easy run through the middle of the season. Brought up a bit of false hope there. Got to the buy and then the second half of the season was really where it all all fell off for the um for the Crows. I mean, that loss against Port was really where it all sort of um, went spiraling out of control. And I think I was sort of um, I the Crows were winning. They weren't, you know, playing fantastic footy, and that loss was really what kickstarted um the freefall there. Lost to Eston, and you could build with that as well. I mean, they had to win that game and they couldn't get it done. Then you could go to, um, obviously Carlton the next week, another one they had to win, couldn't get it done. Then there was a bit of a false sense of hope with, um, the Eagles, uh, honorable loss there in round 20. maybe they could, uh, sneak into the finals, but that, uh, horrendous loss to Collingwood in round 22, finished off the season and had another poor performance against the Bulldogs in the final round, uh, really just put, um, to bed a losing season for the. Adelaide Footy Club and that's two losing seasons in a row. So no coach has survived two losing two um seasons of missing the finals in a row. Dylan, uh not sure if you knew that one. So Don Pike in the end losing his job or resigning, but you would have thought that he would have had a bit of bit of pushback there. But yeah, I mean a pretty negative year for the Crows. Um we'll have a look at some positive. Um who was who do you reckon was your, uh, your, your positive what was your positive for the year for the Adelaide Crows?
1: is positive of the year. I think always comes in those last sort of few rounds when Darcy Fogarty really started to stand up at senior level. Um, Obviously, didn't do a stack of stack of um, didn't really stand out in the SNFL throughout the year. But as soon as he was finally given his opportunity at AFL level towards the end of the year, that game against West Coast and the other one at Adelaide Oval, where he really sort of flourished, kicked goals. Was unlucky to not get that Rising Star nomination against West Coast, actually. Very unlucky. Kicked. What was it five goals? A kicked?
0: five goals straight. Yeah, yeah,
1: five goals straight I think Oscar away from Allen home.
0: Week as well. But I think yeah, obviously they they do take into account you know playing over a bunch of season. You think Oscar Allen probably deserved a nomination over Darcy Fogarty for his body of work. But yeah, if you're looking at that, yeah, very unlucky.
1: And he was just uh, yeah. So I think that's a real positive going forward. Um, obviously, Jenkins leaving, um Walker getting older. It's uh, it's be exciting as a Crow's fan to see someone. Like Fogarty really starting to come through and flourish at a young age,
0: for sure. And especially his uh his set shot has been the one that's um really impressed me. I mean, it's such an underrated skill in football, and he's probably one of the best at it. Really going around, Darcy Fogarty um goes through very very nicely. So that's um very good. My positive of the year is just Brad Crouch getting through a full season after you know injuries really have um derailed a lot of the side of his career. But you know to get that full season in, win a best and fairest uh, hoping he stays at the club it looks like it looks that way i think he wants to say the close, want him there so it's just all about getting that dollar figure i think he was just trying to get a few dollars off in the old contract there brad crouch i can't see him really going anywhere but um i think that he was really the big um the big positive for the crows this year is getting there uh, one of their you know highly touted midfielders get there for a full season and win a best and fairest this just great to see so grace stuff there from brad and we've talked a lot about the negatives uh for a while, there, Dylan. Um, can you pinpoint one Do you reckon that's really stood out for you? Negatives. Yeah, just a negative for me, mate.
1: Oh, I guess talked about a lot, but I still think, I think it's it's true though. It's still, you're lacking leg speed in the middle of the ground. Obviously, you got quality in there in Sloan and the Crouch brothers, but you still need that that live wire through the middle of the ground. I think that really stood out. Um got caught napping a few times this year. Um, I don't know what you think about that, but I think if you just... I don't know who you can find, if it's going to be someone through the draft or someone is going to come through the reserves and just really sort of add a bit of spark to that midfield. I mean, you know, Miller at times throughout the year went in there, and I think he's got a future as a midfielder. I don't know what you think there, but, um, yeah, yeah interesting. I, think I, just think, I think you just need that spark in, that, in the middle of the ground.
0: Yeah, for sure. It's definitely an area the Crows need to work on. My negative for the Crows... Um, this season, I'm going to go a bit, a bit left field. I mean, obviously, there was a lot of uh, turmoil, um, you yeah, know, obviously with the camp, uh, still the residual effects of that. But I'm just going to go on field, quickly on field. On field. And I think um, Wayne Miller probably regressed a bit this year from what I was expecting. I mean, obviously he obviously had his moments, but I thought his season as a whole wasn't quite what I was expecting as a breakout year from Wayne after what he showed uh, at the end of last season. So I think that, yeah, that was probably a negative for Adelaide. They would like to see more from him. But I think getting him up through the midfield will be good for... Um, for moving forward um we'll finish off now with the crows um really looking forward they've got you know the draft and um the trader um, I think you just touched on it briefly there but um what, what, what would you like to see them uh, bring in
1: yeah I just think definitely sub i I think I don't know in term if you're going to be doing much in terms of trade I think Fantasia would be a perfect fit to the crows if you could somehow snare him uh, from port but it look it's looking very unlikely um, Michael Dowdy is a new manager um Surely that's going to help Crow to some extent. Old Crow's 200-game player, wasn't he? Old Duggar. Yep. Um, um, uh, yeah. Dowdy. Doughty. But, yeah. Underrated defender. Underrated defender. I think, I think you need someone like Fantasia. Phil, um, I think he's another one. I, he's played midfield a few times uh, throughout his career at Essendon. And he seems to flourish in there as well. So, But, yeah, it's looking likely that it's going to be Port. But he, if you could somehow uh, snare him, uh, that'd be amazing.
0: Yeah, for sure. I think, Um. yeah, I think... Virus and Fantasia is a pretty good fit for the Crows. I'm not sure what they want to give up, what um SNM want for him, but I think Adelaide could maybe facilitate a deal there so see if they get involved. I think um the Crows, yeah, see that speed through the middle of the ground is an, is a big one you've just mentioned before. And also just another key defender, I think. I mean obviously you've got Dude, Daniel Talia as a star. Dude will come back into that Keith role. But I'm not a huge fan of Carl Hardigan, so I reckon maybe another um another second tool could go very, very nicely for him and hopefully they get something in there whether it's through the draft or trade. Uh, well, you have to find out. So, um, give us a grade for the Crows this year, and where do you think they'll finish next year?
1: Oh, I think, on expectation, it's probably a, it's probably a, it's probably a C. Um, C, yeah. C. and that's that's pretty generous. Um, but I think next year, I think i will get a solid draw. Still got the talent there, but I still can't see them making it. I think they'll they'll sort of hang around the same sort of range, that sort of twelfth range.
0: Yeah, very much don't mind that, Dylan. Um, I'm gonna go a D for the cards this year. Considering many thought they were gonna be a top four side, to finish eleventh or whatever it was was uh, pretty embarrassing. And the way they lost games this year as well was just a, uh, yeah, it just wasn't good. Um, very, very embarrassing stuff there.